everybody, I'm Elizabeth Cott. My co-host Stephanie Simbari is basically Parker Posey and uh, doing an indie flick on the East Coast, so she's not here today. So I will be your spirit guide on this journey solo, sort of, because we have our associate producer and resident cool hip kid, Emu. What's up, guys? You're like basically Robin Quivers right now. I have no idea who that is. It's Howard Stern's main main. Howard Stern's the guy with curly hair, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm basically Howard Stern, right? Yeah. With I'm, like a more of a wave. I'm sure you're way cuter than Howard Stern. That is really nice of you to say. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. So um, I just watched a documentary. Hmm. It's called Fed Up. Have you seen this? I actually haven't, but I've seen it on Netflix, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a Netflix one. Oh. So um, today's guest is Alyssa Goodman, who is a certified holistic nutritionist and this film kind of really leads in really beautifully to what it is that I'm excited to speak with her about and it kind of coined the inconvenient truth quote-unquote of the health movement Mm -hmm. tackles the reason why obesity is on the rise yeah kind of demystifies the idea that eat less exercise more which has been pushed towards us you know for years and years Mm -hmm. isn't really the case and it's about cutting out, out processed foods and kind of going more of like the whole food healthy route. Do you do that? What's what what'd you eat for breakfast? Well, I actually didn't eat anything for breakfast. I've just had water so far. That's really dark. Uh, and I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, like, I tend to just eat like one kind of big meal and then, you know, if I'm still hungry at night, I'll eat a little something. But it also depends if I'm going out. So, so my, basically, this is your anorexia in- intervention. Yeah. Thanks for attending. <laughs> I'm so, it's working so well, you can tell. <laughs> I'm so skinny now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I am, um, since you asked. Yeah. Um, what do you, yeah, what about you, Elizabeth? What's going on with you? Well, per a previous guest on this show, I tend to do, if I'm really good, mm-hmm. I'll do a lemon water. Ooh, then a queen. A, a, like a <laughs> goddess. Then a juice. Okay. And then my coffee. Okay. Today, a lot of liquid. Today it's of the bulletproof variety. And did I mention I really have to pee? Okay. Um, and then like 11, like 11 or so, because I wake mm. up kind of early, like 6 a.m.-ish. Oh, my gosh. Pearl grasp. Um, what are you doing I, at 6 a.m.? It's just my natural body clock. I you just, just wake chill. up. You don't yeah. even have an alarm. You're Today I listened to the Kapacha report. Oh, very good. Um, Tom Lesher. My hero. Our hero. <laughs> the spokesperson for... <laughs> the unofficial the spokesperson. The dream guest of That's, that's a retrograde. retrograde. So I'll do that, and then I'll do a protein shake, okay. like around 11. Still liquid. Keep it liquid. Yeah. Keep it liquid. Keep it cute. You know what I mean? Keep it fluid. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, I like a good sandwich. So then I'll probably like ease into a sandwich later in the day and then kind of see where the evening takes me. I once was in an Uber and there was a notebook. And basically it's every passenger writes a question for the next person. And my question was, if you were a sandwich, what would be in you? So oh. yeah, well, that sounds weird, but like if you, yeah, if what, what kind was of, your what, what kind of sandwich would you be? I was, I said I was um, a toasted sourdough with avocado, turkey, and provolone. Like it was like a panini. Ooh, well, yeah, I don't know. That's really nice. Yeah, what, what about would, you? My dream. Well, I'd probably 
Actually, that sounds kind of basic. I probably, <laughs> yeah, whoa. I'd probably be like some like pork Well, there's two me. different kinds. It depends. I would be, yeah, I'd be a bond me because I love herbs. You know what I mean? And yeah. I like the and I like the pickled vegetable component. Copy that. And yeah. it's kind of um, exotic and fabulous yet familiar. I was gonna say I'm a bond me because I'm Asian. But yeah. <laughs> okay, well but you can have that no, if you but, want. No, we are all we are all sandwiches in this world, just waiting we to are. be. But then chosen. I guess my favorite sandwich right now that mm-hmm. if I was just like ordering from a deli and, yeah. and you were like Elizabeth, what should you order yeah. for lunch? I would get, and I'm sure Alyssa, our guest today, would just really be behind this. It would yeah. be toasted rye Ooh. with Russian tomatoes, turkey <laughs> off the bone, and coleslaw. Oh my gosh. I'm Drops Mike <laughs> out of here. Bye. <laughs> EK out. <laughs> no, Nothing needs to be said after that sandwich has been made. What is a Russian tomato though? No, Russian dressing and tomato. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I, was Russian imagine, tomato. I was imagining some like tomatoes um, and vodka or something. I have no, no idea. It's, they eat really late at night yeah. and they're involved in the mafia. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I those mean, tomatoes. Those tomatoes. <laughs> That's my Russian stereotype. I'm so sorry to all my Russian friends. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Good times, Good though. times. All right. Well, I guess without further ado, let's bring out today's guest, certified holistic nutritionist, whose message that I stole directly from her website is, no matter your story, you too can cleanse your body through nutrition, lead a happier and healthier life. Welcome to the show, Alyssa Goodman. Great to have you. Hey, Alyssa. I'm so inspired by your story, so I would love to kind of you to provide background and context to why it is you do what you do, and then we can chat from there. Okay, well, there's a, it's a long story, so I'll try and shorten it, but I was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 32. So, but leading up to that was an interesting part of the story. The first half of the story was that I was always sick as a kid. So I kind of came into the world with a, my immune system wasn't strong and I was always getting sinus infections and I had stomach aches and digestive issues. And like going into high school, I had mono and, you know, I had almost everything. When I went to college, I gained gained the freshman 15, not the freshman 10. (laughs) Everything was an issue. Um, so and I was always taking antibiotics and I was always kind of trying to look for the next fix. When with my sinus stuff I got hooked on Afrin, you know, just like tip I, I saw that Oprah. Uh oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. So then um but was interesting in that interim in high school, my mom was an asthmatic, so she went to this fantastic health ranch in Tecate, Mexico. And I don't know if you've heard of Rancho La Puerta. I have not. Oh, it's it's like now it was really hot in the seventies, eighties. Um, and then it kind of fell off the map a bit. It's right across the border in Tecate, down from San Diego. And it was a true health ranch where you go for seven days, no phone, no communication with the outside world. They grow all their own food. It's kind of in the mountains. You hike every day. You exercise all day. That's where I kind of learned. I saw these women. I went with these older women because my mom was older and she took a whole group twice a year. I saw my mom go off her asthmatic medication you know, women were having anxiety and menopause issues then. They were so much better by the end of those seven days. So I, the food was healthy. We got massages every day. You know, just typical of yeah, what we should do these days, right. which we don't do. And that set a tone for me. Then I moved to New York, and I was in the advertising business and working really long hours and a lot of sugar, a lot of ca- caffeine, 
a lot of sushi, a lot of bad stuff, a stress to the max, you know, and I also grew up in a very type A family. So um, met my husband, got married, moved to LA. He was relocated and I was like, oh, thank God. Come here, first year, getting a massage and the masseuse felt a lymph node on my collarbone and I was tired and, you know, I had this, the same feelings I had had for years that I've always lived with. Mm-hmm. I thought that was normal. Um, the brain fog and the tiredness and the stomach stuff and the sinus issues. And um, so she, she said, I, you know, you should get that checked out. And the next thing I knew, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. But that was probably the catalyst that made me really switch my lifestyle and, and get back into a healthier regime and go back to what I learned really at Rancho La Puerta. Um, and it was so wonderful to be here because there was Mrs. Gooch's at the time, not Whole Foods, but right. you know, right around the corner. Mm-hmm. And LA, um, Beverly Hills Juice, which was fantastic. Cause I, the OG. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I started juicing and I started meditating and I started doing yoga. And one of the doctors that I had consulted said that this is an early stage of cancer. So you can probably get this together because he said, what's your emotions like? What's your stress like? And I was a mess. I started to hysterically cry. And then I knew like there was other ways to heal without going through chemo and radiation. So I chose a little bit of localized radiation um, instead of the chemo and freezing my eggs and the stem cell transplants they were all talking about and changed my diet. Mm-hmm. And that's really, and but then, unfortunately, after I got well, I had two girls, two teenage girls I have now, and my husband was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma 12 years later. And he went the opposite route that I did. He gave his life over to the doctors and basically did everything they said after a year and a half of two stem cell transplants. Um, he had got fungal pneumonia, pneumonia and passed away. So then I was there sitting there after, you know, trying to help him like build his immune system, talk to the doctors about maybe giving him a break and no one would listen to me. So after that, I decided, you know what, I know there's ways to heal and without all the medications and all the poisons and the toxins they put in your body to try to kill off cancer. Um, And so I went back to school and Beverly Hills to this wonderful program and got an integrative holistic degree. And I learned about Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic and Western modalities and um, herbal remedies. And it was pretty fantastic. So So this tragedy basically motivated your shift in career and you're now helping other people going through similar issues, not just people who are dealing with cancer, but just helping people live a healthier existence yes which is incredible yes and it feels incredible because I get to wake up every day and do what I love I have a purpose a passion so you specialize in cleanses it's one part of your your practice tell us for let's say the general public dealing with you know the day-to-day stresses Stresses. of life yeah what's the best kind of like intro to cleansing because I think the word cleanse can be very intimidating for us folks right yeah it is very intimidating and then people think they have to stop their lives and Mm -hmm. you know cleanse but um my motto is that I'm not I'm not a big fan of the hardcore cleanses 
unless you have a health issue and you really need to get it under control. So I am a huge fan of like ongoing cleansing. Mm -hmm. Your body naturally cleanses itself. It naturally detoxifies um, if you feed it what it needs to have to detox. So juice cleanses, I'm not a big fan of because I feel like they're starvation and you don't get the protein and the fat and the fiber you need. This is a huge thing for people. They just take out the sugar, the dairy, the processed foods, the gluten. You can do that for five days and see a complete difference in your mood. Your weight starts to like shift. Mm -hmm. um, your energy starts to increase. Just really, you know, going back to the basics of eating real food. And of course, I'm always, I'm a big fan of like adding in a green juice like you have here. <laughs> what do we look for when we're looking for juices? Let's that, start at square such one. Such a good question because the juicing, you know, is exploding. Yeah, here in California, right? it is the there's juice. The juice wars are real. I like to say, like they're just popping up on every corner. And at this point, it's like, okay, yes, juicing is good. But now it's like, should it be organic? What should it be fruit free? Like, what are the different elements? And then it's overwhelming. And you know, I hear you're not supposed to eat it with a meal. It's supposed to be meal replacement, or else it's not. You're not getting the nutrients. So I'm kind of like dizzied by all of this. So if you could, don't blame me. Start. Let's start at square one. What do you recommend your clients when it comes to juicing? So what I recommend is that they always really shoot for organic, because you know you're juicing these vegetables and they could have pesticides on them. And so you're, you're getting those, and when you juice, the nutrients go right into the cells. So you potentially could get, be getting toxins along, you know, going into the cells. So I feel that that does a disservice. So I really am a big fan of organic. So there are a lot of juice places, of course, in L.A. and New York, of organic. And coming soon to middle America near you. Give it like four or five years. Oh, yeah, I know. It's too bad that it's like they're so behind. And I'm a big fan of very few fruits. I'm okay with apple. There's, you know, some apple to cut the bitterness of all the kale and spinach sure. and um, some of the really hardcore greens or pear, low glycemic fruits. So, um, but I'm not a big fan of like an apple and a pear, or I'm not a big fan of carrots and beets. You see a lot of that apple, ginger, lemon. That's my favorite oh one my to God. get. Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I totally busted your, it is, it's great for energy because mm -hmm. it is sugar going into your veins. So um, not to do all the time. It's not terrible to do once in a while to give you the energy lift. Uh, I usually do a base of greens, and then I, add, I always do lemon, ginger, and turmeric because, you know, turmeric's the hot thing yeah. these days. What does turmeric do? It's an, it's an antioxidant. Okay. Hugely. Um, so we all need that, you know, to, to help with the toxins sure. and, the, and the free radicals in our system. So, and then I try to stay away from the fruit as much as possible because this, this, these nutrients, nutrients are going into your cells and they are, you know, giving you what you need. Um, and it, they are fantastic and it is fantastic. I do recommend an empty stomach. But and I, that's so that the nutrients is absorbed. Right. Fast. Okay. But then, you know, if you're doing, if you have some fruit in there, you should have some fiber. So if you're going to do a fruit added, you know, some fruit in your green juice or do the beets apple, mm -hmm. you should have a little fiber so it goes into the bloodstream slower. See, this That's, is where it's like, oh, man. I know. I know. <laughs> There's it's, so much science to it. I know. It's terrible. 
I think it's great that we're juicing and we're actually getting the greens. So, sure. you know, that's the first step. I think that that's fantastic for the community mm-hmm. to be getting more greens because, you know, you're not going to eat. In one day, you won't eat all what's in that juice. Exactly. You won't eat a head of kale and a whole thing of spinach, and right? So it's pretty cool that you're getting all of those nutrients from that. So having a juice but not juice cleansing is the is kind of the uh, the takeaway. What everyone's talking about is the microbiome, the bacteria of the body. Okay. And I don't know if you know, but we have 50 trillion cells in our body, but we have 10 times more bacteria. So it is crucial that we kind of try to have a balance. We're never going to have a balance, but we have to always strive to have a balance. And because of stress and the processed foods and the antibiotics, and Accutane and birth control pills and all this, you know, and synthetic drugs that we're taking, that's killing off our bacteria. So what I advise for everyone is fermented foods. Okay. A probiotic is kind of a must, I think, on an ongoing basis because it helps just the depleted bacteria. And um, fermented foods are awesome. And you only need like a half a cup a day. That's like a cabbage, like a kimchi... What else is under that umbrella? Kombucha. Right. My favorite thing is I make this coconut yogurt kefir. Okay. It's super easy, and it's like coconut water, coconut kefir, and a probiotic, coconut meat. You get it like you can get frozen coconut meat mm-hmm. instead of having to dig out the coconut. And then you can sweeten it. You could put strawberries in there, and you put it in the blender, or you can do lemon-lime, whatever, you know, you floats your boat, mango, and you put a probiotic. And you cover it and you let it sit out overnight. It's super simple. And then you stick it in the fridge and it's like a yogurt. Is this recipe on your website? Uh Uh-huh. It's on the website. Alyssa has (laughs) a really great library of fantastic recipes on her site. I just just love your website. Thank you. It's such a great source. So men, women, children, old people, fermented foods. Fermented foods. Because it's full of probiotics, live probiotics. So should we have a probiotic supplement as well as? Yes. All right. Yes. This is I. I <laughs> this I, is another arena. This is another. <laughs> this is another um, like big kind of mystery category for me that I'm constantly kind of hearing conflicting things on. But with probiotics. Yes. What should we look for? I don't, you know, it's a very dizzying situation if you're in the health food store and you're the the refrigerated probiotics versus the shelved probiotics. And I have um, heard the argument in that it's better, it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. However, um, refrigerated, you know, in transport has stayed refrigerated where it could get kind of unclear as to was the probiotic that is unrefrigerated, was it in a hot truck? Like, how did it get there? You just kind of aren't certain on this, where the strain lies. So what you're do right. you say? What do we you're look right. for? No, you're so right there. Your, your information is right on because, um, I mean, I, I love, I try every probiotic that I can find out there. And um, I love, well, the refrigerated, you're right, is great. Um, and there's a bunch of great, I always try to go for brands that are, you know, that people know that are high quality brands. Mm-hmm. Consumer Labs does tests on probiotics to tell you if they really do have all the probiotics that they say they have. Okay. So um, one brand that I love is Renew Life, and I'm a big fan of 50 billion on up. 
Okay. So I'm a little unusual than probably a lot of dietitians or even some doctors are like, okay, go get a line that's on the shelves in the drugstore or cultural, which has like maybe 10 billion or it's really low. They're really low. I feel like that's not even remotely enough. So I, you gotta look for I 50 billion at a minimum. I mm-hmm. take a hundred billion, and sometimes I take a hundred billion twice a day, morning and night. So the people that work for these probiotic um, supplement companies, they will tell you that like four times a year, one of them, Renew Life, will tell you they just came out with a new one, 150 billion, and four times a year they'll take to reset their their gut and their bacteria. They'll take ten of the 150 billion in one day. Damn. I know. <laughs> so it just goes to show you, I said, do you have, you know, does your stomach get upset? Mm-hmm. Like, are you, do you have issues digestion wise? And they're like, no. So it kind of goes to show you that, again, like I was saying earlier, we can't get enough. Um, there's another one that's unrefrigerated that I do like a lot called Dr. O'Hara's okay. probiotic and it's from Japan and it's fermented fruits and vegetables. So it's, it's a little bit different than, you know, the ones in the refrigerated section. So the so. benefits are that they're balancing the good bacteria versus the bad bacteria. I think a result of that is that you're going to be more regular. Right. What else? What else is that when you have the balance of bacteria, you also have an easier, way, easier chance of losing weight mm-hmm. naturally. You ha- it's better to absorb nutrients because your gut is working. It builds your immune system. I don't know if you know this, but 90% of your serotonin is produced in your gut. So it makes you happier. Yeah, and, so. and, also, and I've been reading studies recently on the correlation between guttural health and mental health, which recently is yeah. being found to be directly related, which I find very interesting. I know, like the anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. um, ADD, ADHD, all that stuff I think um, is coming from the gut. And not being balanced, not having that balance, and then eating crappy food <laughs> and sugar. Right. Because when you eat sugar, it like your bad bacteria craves it. So it just increases your bad bacteria. And so back to kind of the blanket cleansing yes. suggestions. So you have your juice, you have your probiotics. Mm-hmm. What, what do we, is our intro to cleansing okay. from there? And your fermented foods. And your fermented foods, right, right, right. Let's not forget yes. that. Um, and then it's like, it's so easy because everybody makes it so complicated. It's eating real food. It's for lunch having a raw salad. It's it's having, you know, minimum of 50% of your diet being raw during the day. I mean, raw gives you the live enzymes and it gives you energy. So it's not cooked. It's not dead food. So, you know, just having a really healthy salad with them if you're an animal protein eater or you're a vegan but having you know enough protein um because there's a lot of vegan great vegan options and if you're animal we know what to eat so um with just greens and veggies and sort of a rainbow of trying to choose from a rainbow of vegetables to get the nutrients and then at again at night it's a real food as well like my cleansing day my perfect cleansing day is the probiotic lemon lemon and water because it helps wake up the digestive system and And it alkalizes so next i do a detox tonic and it is aloe vera 
there's one I love called George's, and it tastes like water, so it's not really like slimy and has um, an aftertaste or a bitter taste. Four ounces, four ounces of coconut kefir, which is you know fermented coconut water, lemon, and a little bit of apple cider vinegar. So I do a little, sh I do a shot of that, and then I do uh, green juice. So I um, mean, I usually I don't do kale because I have. Um, thyroid issues and Hashimoto's hmm. from my all of my my cancer stuff and my radiation so then I do a green juice and then a lot of times either I'll do my my yogurt with homemade granola or or just a raw salad and then I in the the nighttime I do do like a soup like a creamy vegan soup um, or I do lentils and quinoa and, gotcha. um, so so no bread ever Try not to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Gluten doesn't agree with me. Yeah, so. it doesn't agree with anyone, but it's so delicious. I know. I mean, is. it's literally like glue in your system. My mom would always say, you know what happens to bread when you put it underwater? It expands. Right. It expands. That's so what it's it doing does. that in your stomach, but it just tastes so good. I know. <laughs> Why I know. do they make flour and water so I know. good? <laughs> but the sad thing is, you know, we can go to Europe and have bread, and we don't feel so bad. It's interesting, and we have bread here, and we don't feel good. Yeah. It's because the we we grow wheat differently mm -hmm. than they do. I so. was saying at the top of the show how um, I recently watched the documentary Fed Up. I love that film. It's just sad because these kids and people are not going to live healthy, long lives. Remember the rats where they got them addicted to the sugar? Sure. They were yeah. and they were, they were addicted to cocaine and sugar, and they gave them cocaine water or sugar water, and they all went for the sugar water. <laughs> we're it's cheaper. Cheaper, yeah. <laughs> right. We're addicted to, um, we're also addicted, we're addicted to sugar, and we're also, I think we're addicted to adrenaline. Like, I think all this stuff, this sugar and, you know, ca caffeine, and yeah. it's making us, like, we're so driven, and we do have to get a lot done to succeed, right? right? But I think we're all overdoing it speaking of which what's your stance on coffee as I'm drinking some <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing that I should not have mm -hmm. for me because I because my adrenals are taxed because I am still type a and I'm always trying to fight that and if I didn't have coffee I'd be probably much healthier but I love it I yeah, love the smell I have the same thing I you know I did this um cleanse program that you cut out coffee for 30 days about five years ago and that was the first time I'd ever come to my attention that like caffeine might be bad or like ever I'd kind of ever tested the waters with that. And ever since then, I've had a battle with caffeine. Yeah. Of that like. Same here. It's just like this it's constant thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And I and I struggle with it. Um, I just love it. There isn't anything wrong with having a cup of coffee in the morning. Okay. Um, it wakes up the senses and sometimes it helps you with digestion. Right. Of course. But when we go beyond that one cup, that's when we can. That's when we get into trouble. The afternoon cup and the, maybe the nighttime cup. Or, Noted. What about or this the big, bulletproof coffee you know, trend, that which is, I am drinking right now? Are you? I am. So you have your green juice and your bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> um, and water. And what exactly? <laughs> All bases All, covered. Right. I I think the bulletproof thing is great. Um, okay, so just for our listeners, bulletproof yeah. is a uh, almost a latte of Coffee, ghee, and MCT oil, which yes. is basically like a coconut oil derivative, I believe. Uh -huh. And it's whipped up. Right. 
And allegedly, it's just supposed to kind of like run through your system and kind of get everything going. So explain right. why that's good or I know. Well, Bulletproof, the guy who started it, um, you know the story of him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Te- it's a in- tech oh. entrepreneur. Yeah, it's interesting. And he was hiking the Himalayas, I think, and yeah. he was lethargic and ran into a hut and got yak mm-hmm. tea, um, which was butter and tea, and then he was en- instantly re-energized. So um, speaking of that, do you, does that energize you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so She's up. <laughs> <laughs> she's ready. <laughs> Yeah, coffee beans can have toxins in them. So that's another thing I recommend is, you know, trying to go, Bulletproof doesn't, he tests his coffee beans. There's a, you know, you just kind of want, if you're like a purist, you want to like look for coffee beans that don't have, even organic coffee beans can have mycotoxins. So, wow. I mean, so, um, but I love his coffee beans and the, the ghee is great because it's clarified butter. So it's easier to digest and um, what it does is it satiates you, so you're not hungry. So you can, I was doing it for a while, and I didn't eat all day. And I'd also, the MCT oil is bypasses the liver and goes straight to the brain to wake up the brain. So you're not only satiated, but your brain is awake, and the coffee helps with, you know, also. Basic, so it's crack, basically. It's crack, <laughs> yeah. It's Everybody's great. like writing it down, so that's I'm bulletproof not, coffee. Huh? Lose weight, <laughs> get so much done. Um, it's like Adderall. You gave us the recipe for the was it a tonic in the morning, yes. and also yes. the yogurt yes. uh, recipe. Which are those both on your website? Uh-huh. Cool. We'll link to those on the on our website. But we're really focused on morning practice mm-hmm. here. So I was curious if you have a favorite summer recipe to like wake us up in the morning. If there's anything else that that you love that is a good kickstart to the AM. You know, the yogurt is really sort of my favorite for summer. I make a homemade granola with almond milk that I love. So I'll have to... So it's you, kind of the so, idea is to start lighter, I think, I is do. better. Yes. Yeah. I um, I do sometimes just even eat a half an avocado with sea salt, which is a great way Delish. to... Delish. Uh-huh. I like to throw a little sriracha on oh, that yeah. and like make it happen. <laughs> So just I like the light. I like the lighter, so you don't start off the day with mm-hmm. having to digest stuff. That's smart. Mm-hmm. I like that tip. Um, and then just in general, what do you have a morning practice that helps keep you grounded? You're dealing with with so many people and guiding them. How do you guide yourself? I I do meditate 20 minutes at a minimum every morning just to reconnect myself. Um, no social media or anything. You know, before I when I get up, I. Just really try to I read Ryan's, you know, Waking Up with Ryan. Ryan Weiss, Waking Up with Ryan. And he always grounds me, that email. And then I just really try to, I have sort of a whole thing that I do with some gold, golden light that I bring down from the top through my body and fill it up through the whole, my whole body. Um, and bring some earth light up, back up through the body to wake up the chakras and and really try to breathe and just have a mantra of, you know, I'm so grateful, I'm so lucky to be here, and I'm so grateful to be helping people. And to ha- to feel a sense of calm amongst the crazy world that mm-hmm. we live in, just to stay connected to that. And that's what I try to, to teach my clients. I love to hear you say that because I think that some people can kind of chalk that off as like some hippy-dippy stuff, but when really... Right. There's so much truth in that. So yeah. we have a... Uh, you have to go see my energy trailer. <laughs> so we have a, a segment on this show called Roses and Thorns. It's just the high and low. It's anything that uh, caught your attention, good or bad, this past week. 
Oh, how do you even answer that? There's so many. I know, right? Um, but wait, you have to do the theme song. Oh, the oh. theme song. Well, Rose and Thorns. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Emu. <laughs> You're welcome. So that was awesome. <laughs> Emu just raised the roof, just so everyone has a visual. Um, Emu is such a great so, name. <laughs> uh, Rose Thorn. Um, so many roses. But my fiance left for London a couple days ago, and he brought in the coffee, the bulletproof. <laughs> but I put so delicious coconut creamer. You've got to discover that. Ooh, I, ooh. It's like thick um, oh, yeah. coconut. I've tried the hazelnut one. Okay, that's also so amazing. <laughs> With a little stevia, and then you know you whip it up. So I do that instead of the butter and the oil. But um, in bed, that's that's was awesome. That's the rose. It's the rose. The, thorn, the little things. Yeah. <laughs> the thorn is him not being around. It's hard to sleep when you get used Aww. to somebody. So we have all of our kids. We have I have two kids and he has two kids and they're all home right now. So oh. it's uh, it's a little hectic. <laughs> so that might be a little and bit you're of thorn. Engaged? Yes. Mazel tov. Yeah. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. Great. Well. Um, and I also want to say I noticed on your website that you do offer 15 minute consultations. I do for free. So That's I fantastic. love that. Um, and they tend to run to 30. <laughs> Emu, do you have a rose and thorn for us today? Oh, do I? Do you? I do. So um, my roses, I'm getting to go on like a pretty big girl business trip Ooh. to Las Vegas, which is like pretty awesome. I'm very excited The business about that. trip mecca of the world, some might say. Yeah, for prostitutes <laughs> and... And those who like to employ them. Yes. So if you are a prostitute in the tri-state area of Nevada, <laughs> Utah, and New Mexico, please hit me up. But I guess the thorn is, like, I'm kind of anxious because I've never been to Vegas for, like, business before. It's always been for pleasure. I'm, it's a different experience. I need to re- reel it in. There's something about Vegas when you have to be there that makes it just that much more awful. <laughs> that's my that's a true that's my sentiment. tip for you. Thanks. Um, what about you? What's your well, rose? I and think thorn? I have two roses. All right, that's good. Okay, one is more general. One is a bit personal. So my first rose is that a study came out today that was sent over to me by a friend of mine who's very active in the Get Covered campaign. Mm. And this survey that was conducted by Kaiser Family Foundation shows that about 74% of those who have Obamacare, they believe their coverage is excellent and or good. So that's a pretty high number. And then my other rose is a follow-up from last week's Thorn. Oh, goodness gracious. In that my anxiety about my favorite television show, Mad Men Ending, now then turned into a very exciting evening <laughs> of attending a live table read of the season one season finale conducted by Jason Reitman. So Colin Hanks was recasted as Don Draper, and there was a number of what? other... That's- uh, really recognizable faces, all playing different characters. It was super fun. And then Matt Weiner came on stage, who's the showrunner for the show, Mm -hmm. introduced the entire Mad Men cast that was there. Oh, my God. This was at the Ace Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. The dream. And then introduced the finale for the entire show. Oh, my God. So that happened. And then I went to the after party. What? And everywhere I looked was a character from the show. It was such a dream <laughs> scenario. So, oh my gosh. you know, I had so much anxiety about Mad Men ending, like in a really probably unhealthy way. Yeah. But 
it really ended beautifully for me. No, I, that's the best way you could totally do the ending of one of your favorite shows. Exactly. Like, what better way to surround yourself with that like environment? Everyone there wants to be there, is so excited, and it's just like they're honoring it. It was magical, and you know what? The universe provides. Oh. In case there is any question, <laughs> it really does. And you know what? There's nothing more retrograde than that. Oh. Mad manifest How? your Mad. destiny. I mad manifested the destiny <laughs> for sure. Um, so what a fantastic show for today. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's Goodman.com, And as mm-hmm. I said, there are a multitude of sources on your site. Great recipes, great information, um, so much more uh, in-depth knowledge on, on what we touched on today. And yes. I just really appreciate you being here. It's there's so important what you do and and how you help people and I'm really grateful to that you let us uh, pick your brain today thank you I'm really honored that you asked me to be here so thank you thank you can't wait till next week live in the dream live in the dream emu zoo all right thanks for co-hosting with us today you're welcome baby girl (laughs) and we're out bye